You knew the risks when you decided to drive drunk. There could be a crash. People could get hurt or killed. But that didn't stop you, did it? You knew you could get arrested. You could incur huge legal expenses, and you could possibly even lose your job. You were well aware of the consequences of driving drunk. But one thing's for sure. You were wrong when you said it was no big deal. Drive sober or get pulled over. This message brought to you by NHTSA. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual and Empowerment Living with international speaker, spiritual mentor, and best-selling author, Tia Johnson, as she discusses spiritual and women's empowerment topics to assist you in igniting your spirituality and empowering your quality of life. Let's welcome your host, Tia Johnson. Hello and welcome. I am back. I know I was on a little bit of a hiatus there, but for a bit of a good reason. So before I get started with all that jazz, I want to make sure that you are able to contact me after the show, after you listen to this podcast with any questions, comments, concerns. So if you want to send me an email, all you have to do is email me at podcast at tiamariejohnson.com. If you want your voice, comment, question to be heard, another way you can do it is by going to my Instagram page, which is tia underscore johnson underscore, or my private Facebook group, which is Spiritual and Empowerment Living. If you want what you would like to say, to be a little bit more private and shared among spiritual trailblazers like yourself, as opposed to everyone in the whole wide world, <laughs> my Instagram page, you will see an image uh, that would have the little, um, what do you call it, an icon. And in the description, it would state new podcast alert. So you would see an icon sort of like an, an iPad or an iPhone, and uh, you will know that it's about the podcast. So uh, a reason why I haven't done podcasts lately is because I couldn't get my thoughts together. I wanted to make sure that what I was presenting to you was something that was coming from me, my perspective, especially with the Confessions of Tia, which is something I do once a month. I wanted to make sure that this was coming from me as opposed to me having a reaction to something. I'm just saying all these things, basically venting and not giving you any content. (laughs) I wanted to make sure that even when I do vent during these confessions, I'm still giving you something proactive, something that you can take with you and apply it in your life some way, shape, or form, and, you know, make the world a better place. (laughs) All right. So also, if you are not subscribed to this podcast, please do so because I want to connect with you as often as possible. So tell your friends, tell your family, tell your dog. (laughs) All right. So um, one last housekeeping uh, announcement. So also, I would love to um, connect with you on Sundays. That's when my newsletter goes out. And in my newsletter, I give book recommendations. Sometimes I give 
recipes. I'm on this green drink kick right now. I had some hangups about that at first, but I'm loving it. So if you want some inside scoops onto what I'm doing, uh, recommendations, something that I talk about solely in the newsletter, you can go to tiamariejohnson.com and you can sign up there. I have some freebies there for you, so you'll get extra bonuses for signing up. So this episode, number 118, Confessions of Tia, Three Strikes, Old Friends, and It's Okay to Be You. So this was uh, the, the topic I was really struggling to talk about because I had to really look inside myself and see how this also applies. And so getting to the three strikes portion, I had multiple conversations with family members and close friends about uh, how many times is enough when you are talking to someone, where you're explaining something to someone for them to get it? And even with yourself, how many times are you going to tell yourself, I'm, this is the day where I'm going to look for a new job. This is the day when I'm going to go to the gym. This is the day when I'm going to clean the house. This is the day where I'm going to tell Jenny that she's really being a jerk and she's not a good friend. You know, how many times are you going to give yourself that hall pass to just cruise past the things that are truly, truly bothering you? Now, this is different than, oh, you know, I really had to go to the grocery store and get chloroseptic. You know, I, I need that in the house. If you don't get chloroseptic, the only person who's going to lose out is you. Okay. If you are holding yourself accountable for something and it affects other people, well, now that has even more of a weight to it because if you don't uplift yourself, if you don't hold yourself accountable, that's on you, right? You get to go on with your life and, you know, you may have some friends that tell you, hey, you know, what's what's going on? You're all right. You know, you're not being you, but there's only so much they can do. However, if you are telling someone, yeah, we're totally going to work on this project together, definitely going to do this, and some something like life isn't the excuse, and I, when I say excuse, I'm not, I'm not using that in a negative term, but literally, there are some times where life does happen, okay, and you're saying sorry and all those other things, what happens is you're giving yourself a hall pass to have all these extra turns to kind of sort of do it, kind of sort of get it right. And that's why the first topic is three strikes. Because in a game, you only get a certain amount of passes, strikes, et cetera, to get it right. If you don't make the basket in three turns, that's it, right? If you have the foul line. In games, you get a certain amount of time. If you don't finish a game within a certain amount of time, you either lose if you don't score enough points or you have a tie. But the game eventually ends. And what I see with good-hearted, good nature, as I like to say, heart of gold, saintly people, is that they give people so many times to get it right that they become an enabler, and they don't see that. And part of that is because we recognize our own faults. We recognize that we're not perfect. None of us will ever be perfect to the T, 
100%, shadow of a doubt, A++. <laughs> okay, so when we recognize that we have our own faults, we get into this spiral of, well, I wonder how many times it took for me to get it right. Or, you know, maybe I got lucky and I got it right on the first or second try, but it doesn't happen often. You know, well, maybe that person and maybe this, maybe that, maybe that. Here's the thing. We are depleting ourselves if we are constantly saying it's okay to things like this. Now, I see this time and time again where people battle themselves for what they're doing because they believe it's for the higher good. And to a certain extent, it is for the higher good. But when is enough enough? You're at your job and you don't like it and you feel like it's a dead end. When is enough enough? How many more years? What are your three strikes? Is it three more years, two more years, ten more years? How long are you going to let that go on before you realize, I need to change? And it could be with anything, your weight, your job, your relationships, the bills that you got to pay, the city you live in. Maybe you're tired of living in that city, and you're like, you know what, I, I need some something different. When are you going to call that last strike? And that's what I want to push people towards, setting some boundaries, setting some perimeters, you know, letting people know that they can't be comfortable in the fact that it's going to be okay. I could do it again. I could do it again. I could do it again. This isn't a, a testing, a trial and error that you're you're working on to see if, you know, you can make the light bulb glow you know, or something like that. I'm just coming up with a crazy example. This is your life. This is your life, and time is ticking, and you're only going to get older. These years are going to go past, and they are going to go by so fast. I'm telling you, sometimes I forget my age (laughs) because time flies. My cousin is turning 18 this week, and I'm just thinking to myself, I used to babysit him just about every weekend. Where did the time go? And he's tall. I think he's taller than me now. This kid is turning 18. I still think the 80s are 20 years ago. It's It's been 30-plus years. So uh, here's what I would love for you to do, because this has worked for me. This has worked for other people when I recommend this. And I talked a little bit about this in my private Facebook group. I want you to have several conversations out loud. In this case, I don't want you to write anything down. I'm usually a proponent of telling people to write stuff down, get it out your mind, but I want you to say these things out loud because something triggers inside of us when we say things out loud. I know when I have some thoughts that I can't quite put together, I would call my best friend and I would just say everything. It may not be that coherent, but we'll take it apart, piece it back together, and then I can understand why I think the way that I think. And sometimes it's something that I don't realize because it's happening on a subconscious level. But that's why we need to talk out loud. We've got to get it out of our head, you know, not just writing it down because we're still talking in our mind as we're writing. So I want you to get a mirror. You know, it could be a new mirror. If you want to, you want to 
do this with, you know, a fresh mirror. You want to hold them, get a hand mirror, hold it in your hand. You can totally do that. You can go in your bathroom, wherever, close the door, tell people don't disturb you. And just talk out loud. What are you tired of? What do you catch yourself repeating? What would you like to see happen? And this isn't about self-hating or, you know, coming up with all these negative things. It's just about noticing where improvements can happen. And I blow people's minds when I tell them, I tell them that there was never once a time where I hated myself or I hated the way I look. I always focus on improvements. There are some things I didn't like. I didn't like my teeth before I got braces, but I never hated my teeth. I actually took time to Photoshop my teeth. <laughs> I would tell people, you know, but until I got tired of doing that, and I said to myself, you know, sometimes I'm not going to get a chance to Photoshop. Sometimes it's one picture and that's it. You know, I got tired of doing that. I got tired of smiling a certain way and tilting my head a certain way and feeling self-conscious because I had to stand on one side as opposed to the other. So, you know, my teeth were crooked on one side more than the other. I got tired of doing that. I went through the three strikes with my teeth. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to put out the money. I had to pay out of pocket. My health insurance did not pay for it. And I did it. Those are my three strikes. I got tired of doing that. So ask yourself, what are you tired of doing? Where do you want to see change? You're going to do it. Just think of one thing and do it. Now is easier than ever. When I decided to make the change to um, get braces, Instagram, I don't think Instagram was a thing then, or it wasn't as big as it is now. Now you can find dentists and orthodontists and plastic surgeons on Instagram. You get to see their work. You get to know more of them before you you actually go to their office. I use Yelp to find my orthodontist. But what I'm saying is for those visual people like myself, you get to know the people before you interact with them. Like, really get to know them. So, you know, you, you have more resources now than ever before, ever before. I mean, we see that now even when you want to get a job. You have Indeed. You have Monster.com. I was listening to the podcast, Lore, and uh, the host had mentioned another place where you can upload your resume. When I was 14, 15, 16, <laughs> looking for a job, you would go to – uh, the newspaper um, classified section, or you just know someone who knew, you knew someone who knows someone. You know now we have more resources than ever. So, have that conversation with yourself out loud. Ask yourself those questions. Look yourself deeply in your eyes. Stare at yourself deeply in your eye. Don't look away until you can can't look at yourself no more, and you have to blink. Look deeply within those windows to your soul and ask yourself, what are those three strikes? Because what's going to happen is you're going to regret, okay, yourself. You're going to not want to talk to those people. Eventually, you're going to get tired. When I talked to my orthodontist two and a half years ago, about getting braces, he said, it's a good thing I came in when I did because two more years, which you've been right now, my teeth would have started to crack because I was chewing on one side for so long. Now, imagine if I just continued on giving myself that hall pass to go on and on and on in the hallway of life, <laughs> okay? 
I would have to pay even more money, right? Get the teeth fixed, take time off of work because there probably would have been some outpatient surgery depending on the severity of the crack or cracks, okay? So really buckle down and think about what are your three strikes. Next, old friends. I was uh, on a bus the other day. Um, and an old friend popped into my head, and we were good friends. She was really cool, and uh, life happened, and probably didn't end on bad terms, nothing like that. She moved, and we just didn't keep up with each other. But she popped up in my mind for no particular reason. There wasn't a song that was playing. There wasn't um, someone who favored her, nothing of the sort. She just popped in my mind. And so some of the, the old tales are if someone pops into your mind, they're probably thinking of you. Just like if someone pops into your dream, they're probably thinking of you. And I thought to myself, even if I saw her today in passing, say she didn't see me and I saw her, I don't think I would say hi. And this is another part of my confession. I, I really don't think I would say hi, not because of anything negative or bad towards her. I'm in a different space. I don't think I would want to start a conversation with her. Keyword think. I don't think I would. I I would just see that she's seemingly happy or, you know, doing her thing, but I don't I don't know if I would want to start a conversation with her and play catch up and things like that. I don't know and I'm not sure if that's what I really want. I'm in a happy space right now. Now, if she saw me and she say hi to me, that's slightly different because maybe the universe is like, hey, she needs to be in your life. Although the universe gave us opportunities, you know, where we can speak up, stand up, and approach people, we have free will. So I initially would not engage. What I have seen sometimes is that when people do catch up with old friends, they they kind of slide into them old their old selves. Not all the time, but sometimes they kind of want to reconnect or uh, focus on that good old time back in the day, and they do some things, and it's not really to the benefit of them. And then we would think, well, why would this person even show up at that time? Sometimes life gives us kind of reminders of how far we have come in life because we tend to forget all the grand stuff that we have done. For example, I want to say at least once a week or biweekly, I make an announcement to my family and I say, can we just take a time to acknowledge my teeth right now? Because it came a long way. (laughs) I do this. I really do because I want to remember how I felt being 30 years old and making the decision to wear braces, okay? I was thinking to myself, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be this old lady. And, yes, I'm using the word old because normally you'll see teenagers wear braces. So I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm 30 years old. I'm going to wear braces. And then when I got the braces, my speech became a little slurred because I'm talking over the braces in my mouth. You know, anyone who has worn braces, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, I had to, again, pay out of pocket. That was a little bit scary at first. I'm thinking I had to put out a lot of money, but it is an investment in me. So the return on that is priceless. It's, it's, you can't really measure it, in my opinion. It's just it's wonderful. So sometimes 
old people show show in our lives to remind us how far we have come. You know, and also to remind us that look, you almost went that direction, but you chose this direction. So when you see old friends, you you can say hi. You can catch up if you want to. But just know that if you are going to catch up, you're going to probably give that person your phone number, which means you're welcoming them into your life. And some people say, well, you know what, T, I don't have to answer your phone. That's true. But why even do it in the first place if that's not what you really mean? So you really got to think about what you want. And is and has that person changed? That person may still be stuck in 2007 <laughs> or 2010 or 2014. You don't know where that person is in their life. That's an old friend. You don't know them any like, like you used to. You haven't seen them in years. Okay, so I really wanted to bring that to your attention because. I I speak with people who are going through a lot of transitions in life. I mean, whether it's a divorce, the kids are getting older, um, they're looking to change their career, they are diving more into their spirituality, so they're peeling back the layers. We're always going through cycles anyway, but these are the people who I tend to attract in my life, people who are going through major life changes. So if you're going through a major life change, even if you have to hit the reset button on your life, you're like, you know what? And it's funny because I'm tapping my hand as if that staples button is <laughs> that easy staple button is here. But if you had to hit the reset button for whatever reason, and you come across someone from a previous lifetime, you know, whether it's college friend, high school friend, uh, old coworker, whatever. Just keep in mind there's symbology behind it, okay? Go home, reflect on that. You can think about the good times. That's what I did when I was riding the bus. I thought, man, we had some really cool times. You know, we talked about this. We talked about that. And that's when I I made a decision. And that could even prep me for when I do see her, you know? And it might be, hey, you don't have to walk up to her. You're not obligated to say hi to her if you see her. You can just take note and keep walking, and that's okay. People sometimes feel like to say hi. They have to do that. If they don't notice you and you feel like, oh, mm, that's a person from a different lifetime, that's okay. You can keep on walking. They are kind reminders. So last but not least, it's okay to be you. And this is something that is near and dear to my heart and why I made it part of the confessions. Because here's the thing. We are all on this road of life trying to figure out our life purpose, um, how we're going to live our life, who we're meant to meet, you know, interactions, these experiences we're supposed to have and so forth. Being ourselves is not easy. It, it really isn't because we are multi-layered, okay? Everyone is not going to accept us, and that's okay. But the key thing here is that even your close pals are not going to always agree with you. And what I am seeing is that sometimes people feel like, 
you know, someone's betraying them in a way, or they feel like, oh my gosh, how could you, you know, say something like that? Well, everyone is entitled to their opinion. They are entitled to their feelings. You may not agree with that, but that's okay. That's what makes us so great. You know, if my friend likes chocolate ice cream and I like vanilla ice cream, you know, and we go to an, an ice cream parlor, and, you know, we're, we're just talking about the ice cream that we're going to get, and maybe they don't have vanilla. They only have strawberry and chocolate. And my friend goes, well, you should just try chocolate. Like, I don't like chocolate, and I'm not going to try it. Like, I, I had it once, and I'm not going to try it again. I don't like it. And they're trying to convince you, like, just give it a try. It's a different spot. And you're just like, no, let it go. Well, it's similar to that. You know, when you are standing your ground with something that you believe in, and this is, of course, if you're not harming someone, you're not spewing hate, you know, that, that can lead to uh, something really bad. I've never seen a time where hate led to something good. And I was listening to side uh, story or note. I was listening to a podcast, and uh, I don't remember which one. I was in a car with my friend, and uh, the host was explaining experiments they've done where people use um, the right to free speech as a way to cover for them allowing for for their ability to spew hateful messages. And the the reason the the um the way they were able to discover that they really just want to spew hate and they're using their right to free speech as a way to cover that is based on the experiments they did. They they did uh um polls and things like that. They didn't get too specific on um uh the the size of the people, you know, I don't know, they interviewed 100 people or 50 people, but they talked in detail some of the questions they asked. And what they learned was that spewing hateful words and the right to free speech are not hand in hand. Spewing hateful words always leads to something bad. And people know consciously that that's what they're doing and they use the right to free speech to cover that as opposed to saying an injustice. When people want to speak up against an injustice, they're speaking up the truth and they're not using the right to free speech as a way to cover that. They're speaking up like, hey, this is something that's bad. So back to what I'm saying. Standing your ground and speaking about what you believe in for you like your intuition, your gut feeling, what you feel like you have to do is right. You have to be okay with that because people are going to question that. And sometimes they'll question it because they're curious. Why are you doing that? Okay, because they want to learn if they can do it. They want to see if they can do it. And other times people are being mean and nosy. They don't care. For the most part, they want to just figure it out. But from a very, um, I want to be in your business standpoint. I want you to be okay with you being you without being defensive. I want you to be able to stay on your ground without getting so angry and so caught up in emotions that people forget why you were doing what you were doing anyway. So what I'm saying here is that it's okay for you to be you. 
Okay, if you want to rock purple here, if you want to get um, uh, a nose ring, if you want to pick up and, and move to another country, if you want to change careers, if you want to change the way you eat, you know, if, if you want to try CrossFit, you know, whatever it is, it's okay to be you. If you want to write poetry and no one quite understands why you want to write poetry, that's what you want to do. I want you to incorporate more of you in your life. I want you to focus more on what you can do that can 100% benefit you. And the reason why I'm saying this is because, again, I told you the people who I tried to go through major life changes, but also the people who tend to be in my life are people who put things Etc. before them, myself included, which is why I do self-reflections to get myself back on track because that's my nature to help people, you know, oh, I'm stronger, so I, I can, you know, help this person. I can worry about myself later. Or, you know, I don't need people to know this part about me because um, you know, I, I don't feel like explaining myself and things like that. So I'm just going to focus on this and not really say how I feel about that. And you see what happens? It's almost like we deflect. You know, we don't join in on the conversation. We become quiet. And I, I don't want that to happen because I know what that feels like when people are saying something and I don't join in on the conversation. I feel like I need to join in because I'm right there. You know, it's almost like, I have to speak up, you know, I'm part of the conversation. You know, I used to agree with people just so it wouldn't be uh, a controversy. And that's not fun because later on in the day, I would beat myself up and think, you know what, I should have just said it. I should have, you know, I should have spoke up. That's just stupid. Now they think that I agree with them 100%. So it's okay to be you. It's okay to have a conversation where you would say, eh, that's not entirely true, or mm, I don't fully agree with that. I see where you're coming from, but here's my perspective. Mm, these are my tattoos, so if it is wrong by some way, shape, or form, that's something I got to deal with. I get that, by the way. People see my tattoos. How do you know what it says? Why do you care? <laughs> you know, if by chance it is wrong, which I, I did my research, so it shouldn't be, um, the translation shouldn't be wrong, but if by chance it is, I'm the one who has to pay for the corrections. So it's okay to be you. And if someone doesn't agree with that, that's okay too. But if someone tries to personally attack you for being you, well, now the gloves have to come off and you have to let them know that that's not acceptable. You know, you have to stand in your power. You cannot let people take their power away from you. Now, some ways you can stand in your power is by practicing before it even happens. So, for example, I use myself, my tattoos. I know getting tattoos that some people are going to have questions about it. I'm going to make comments. Oh, well, what if when you become a grandmother and, and you're going to have wrinkly skin? Who says I'm going to have wrinkly skin? <laughs> or I would say, well, actually, what I do is I give them a little bit of an education. I tell them that tattoos in some civilizations are a rite of passage and they are artwork and this is what I like so I actually educate them a little bit I don't try to convince them or convert them in any way to believe what I believe but I educate them that's one another thing you can do is 
and say, well, we all have something that other people don't agree with. I'm pretty sure you have something, whether you collect dishes or cups or pens, people may think that's stupid or useless, but you do it. So two is to shift the perception, you know, because people don't see what they do, but they are quick to call you out on certain certain things. And three is to, you know, just say, well, that's your, your prerogative. And I, I, I didn't ask you. <laughs> I tell people that often when people see me with an iPhone and they're like, oh, my God, you got an iPhone, you know, blah, blah, blah. I just say, I pay for it. And you, you weren't there. I mean, you're welcome to, to buy me a different phone if you don't like the iPhone. But until then, this is what I'm going to have. And that totally just messes with their mind, you know, because they're just like, oh, well, I'm not paying for that. It's like, okay, well, then shut up. <laughs> so it's okay to be you. And you got three really cool tips to shift the perspective, to get them to think, you know, from a, a different um Again, a, a different perspective, but also you're not really being so defensive that you're just certifying why they're approaching you in the first place. Because remember, and you'll get really good at this over time, there are some people who want to start certain arguments with you. They want to challenge you and see what you're going to say. So you, you don't want is to certify their preconceived notions. You can educate. You can Again, shift their perception, or you can just say, look, or you can just buy me a new phone since you got such a huge problem with it. So that's what I wanted to talk about today, um, just really bring that in and and really help those who are having issues with this, because this is what I've been experiencing uh, for quite some time now. So, again, thank you for tuning in. Uh, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and don't forget to leave a review. I forget to mention that. <laughs> so uh, I will talk to you guys soon. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings. Thank you for joining Spiritual Living and Empowerment with Tia Johnson. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next show. Want to continue the conversation with Tia? Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.